Hey, it's Andrew Morgan, host of the NOMCAST, the Netflix original movie podcast. Each week we preview and review the biggest Netflix original movies with special guests from the film industry, the music industry, comedians, and of course our fellow critics and podcasters. The NOMCAST is available on nomcastpod.com or wherever you get your podcasts, on the socials at nomcastpod, and is a part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Dave. And join us every Thursday for a new episode of Two Player Bros, a podcast about two guys who play way too many video games. Join me and Dave as we talk about the latest in Xbox, PlayStation, PC, and VR news, previews, and reviews. We have it all, and we play it all. And join us every other week for Post Game, where we play through and dive deep into our favorite modern classics and new releases. That's Two Player Bros, available every Thursday wherever you get your podcast. part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Ladies and gentlemen, please notice that exits are conveniently located at the front and rear of this auditorium. When leaving the theater, we suggest that the exit at the front of the auditorium will allow you easier access to the parking areas. Thank you. Baba! Nothing. You done? <laughs> story elements, Butler. Story is a great thing. It's about is what we're doing. You're telling there me is a story, story here. here. I, I don't. I'm like, oh, you're, <laughs> you're done. You're done. He hasn't. Let, he's still leaping, but he's not home yet. Right? <laughs> just, they just need to do the episode before everyone dies. Ziggy. <laughs> so when he has sex with them, <laughs> they bang. Hi, I'm Mike Field. I'm Mike Butler, and you're listening to the Forgotten Cinema Podcast. Each episode, we highlight a film that, for a variety of reasons, was forgotten by audiences. Whether it's because a more popular movie was released at the same time, or the movie simply didn't catch on with an audience in its initial run. We'll discuss what we love about the movie, or perhaps don't love about it, but we always recommend you revisit it. If you enjoy our podcast, we want to hear from you. We're on Instagram and Facebook. Find us. Our podcast is available on all platforms with a backlog of 100 episodes for your listening pleasure. Nice. Yes. Nice. Oh, family. Never mind. <laughs> we just came from F9. <laughs> so what's going on, Butler? Well, nothing. Why don't you come over here and ask me? Come here. <laughs> Get over here. Come here. What are we doing today? We're doing the D-Train from 2015. The head of a high school reunion committee tries to get the most popular guy in school to attend their class's upcoming 20-year reunion. And that's the synopsis. I oh, wow. Really? That's it? That's it. The other that's one good. was very similar, but also short. Like oh, that. really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, if you honestly, I didn't realize how much of a small release this film had. Uh, I I don't know why. I, nobody. Not enough people know about this movie, but we'll get into all of that. The D train has a runtime of 101 minutes. It's rated R. Production budget of three million dollars. It came out on Friday, May 8th, 2015. It's opening weekend. It did. $469,000 domestic was 673,000 worldwide was 774,000. So real quick, this movie was released on over a, just over a thousand screens in its first week. And it had the 15th worst opening for wide release films of all time. Nice. And in the second weekend, the movie was pulled from 847 screens. So it did not do well, but I am here to inform you. That they are all incorrect. But anyways, we'll, we'll move on. Because then uh, we have, Butler and I have not talked about the film yet. The production companies were Ealing Studios, Electric Dynamite, and Ripcord Productions. And it was distributed by IFC Films. Now, I said it came out on the 8th of May, 2015. It went up against, in a wide release, Hot Pursuit. Ugh. Exactly. And in a limited release, Maggie. That is the Arnold Schwarzenegger film, I believe. Yeah, with his daughter slowly turning into a zombie. Is that what it is? Yep. Is, that, is that good? I didn't see it. It is not bad. Yeah. Okay. On the 15th of May, the week after, you had Mad Max, Fury Road. Which is very good. And Pitch Perfect 2. I've seen it. Uh, and in a limited release, Good Kill. That is the Ethan Hawke uh, drone. He's the uh, drone pilot. You uh, the, I, I think. But on May 1st, 2015, you had a movie that just was going to wipe out anything else that came out that week. And that was uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. So for all you uh, fans out there of Avengers, those are uh, Marvel movies. It is Marvel movies. Pat, <laughs> it is Marvel movies. I was going to say Pat, but that's why I'm going to say Pat. Mike, if you want to head over to yet another MCU podcast. Oh, we don't advertise other podcasts. No, we don't do that. No, I, get, I get crapped on all the time for doing that. No, that's no, 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 no,
This was about written- to have one less. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is written and directed by Andrew Mogul and Jared Paul. Uh, they both they're writing partners and working partners. They've uh, worked on the recently more TV show Huge in France. And uh, I believe they both wrote Yes Man, the movie that stars Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. And they also have worked on the TV show The Grinder. Cinematography, but was Giles Nutkins or Nutchins? I don't know. Nutchins. I think Nutchins is probably better. Uh, he has worked on Swim Fan, Hell or High Water, which is an awesome film, and more recently Enola Holmes, the Netflix movie. Uh, composer was Andrew Dust. He has done Me, Him, Her, and the TV show Liza on Demand. Edited by Terrell Gibson. Who's edited Ready or Not, The Last Full Measure, and We Are Your Friends, to name a few. And you had a bunch of producers in this movie. Most indies, you're going to have a lot of producers. But the main four, which were listed on IMD Pro, are David Bernard, who did Bad Trip and the TV show Superstore. Jack Black, obviously, who produced The Polka King, which is in, and Happily. I don't know if he's in that, but I know that Joel McHale is leading that. Peter Fruchtman has done Chef and Black Swan, to name a couple. And then Scott Lust. Dati Lastiati, I apologize, Mr. Scott. <laughs> he has been loving the time of cholera and Jane got a gun. Uh, so Jack Black is obviously in this movie. He plays Dan Landsman. Uh, you may know him from Goosebumps uh, or I still know she did last summer. Or a house with a the, clock in its walls. The house with a clock in its walls, which I'm a fan of. He's also in The Cable Guy. Uh, he has an uncredited role and I still know she did last summer, but I always like bringing it up. James Marsden. He's also in The X-Files. Uh, well, that is for the compendium, but <laughs> James Marsden plays Oliver Lawless. He is from Hairspray, 27 Dresses, X-Men, Enchanted, and Sonic of the Hedgehog, I guess, series, because there's a couple movies coming out. Catherine Hahn as Stacey Landsman. She's obviously from the TV show WandaVision for everyone that likes to hype up people. Uh, Bad Moms in Tomorrowland. Jeffrey Tambor as Bill Shermer. TV show Transparent, TV show Arrested Development, and the movie The Death of Stalin. I recommend that. The movie is very, very funny. It's an HBO movie. Russell Posner as Zach Landsman, the son of Dan and Stacy. He's in Skin, Light Years, and the TV show The Mist. Henry Zabrowski as Craig, who's from The Wolf of Wall Street and Dirty Grandpa. Kyle Bornheimer as Randy from the TV show Casual, the movie Marriage Story, and She's Out of My League. I believe he's the brother of, I believe he's the older brother of the main character in that movie. He's also in a recurring character in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, I don't watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but that makes sense. Uh, Mike White as Jerry. He's from Chuck and Buck, The Good Girl, and School of Rock. He's, I believe he's formed a production company with Jack Black. Um, they're friends, obviously. And then Dermot Mulroney's in this movie as himself. As himself. Real <laughs> quickly. All right. Um, so I'm going to, before we get into what you thought of it, I'm going to tell you that I had, I watched this movie a while ago and I really liked the movie. Um, and, but I watching it again, I like it even more. So I'm curious if you had any kind of, and I'm wondering if it's because of our ages, but go ahead. What do you think? Uh, what do you think I thought of this movie? I don't know, Butler. This movie, the last half of this movie is all just awkward. Really? Uh, you know, you know what's funny? It's funny you say that. It's funny <laughs> you say that because there are moments and I go, oh, he's not going to like this because you don't like awkward comedy. I'm like, oh, he's not going to like this yeah. at all. The entire last half of the movie is very uncomfortable. But that's not fair to judge the movie based on your predilections of what You're you don't like. You're asking my opinion of the are movie. You right? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. That was, it was okay. Really? See, I disagree. I think, I think the story really, really and what they're attempting to do is really interesting and really different and really sets it apart from right. a lot of other stuff. Right. However, I would never watch this movie again because really? I, don't like, I don't like awkward, well, what's, uncomfortable. Okay, well, before we go into it, because if you have not seen this movie, we're going to reveal some stuff that it's it's good that you don't know going oh in. yeah if you you'll never right. see it coming. You'll it's, never. And, and that's it's what, awesome. The, exactly. That's the <laughs> best thing about it. I, I, but I, uh, if you have not seen this movie, really stop listening to the podcast and go watch this film because it, it's we're going to ruin it for you. And it's unfortunate that we're going to ruin it for you because not knowing what happens in this movie about 30 minutes in, 40 minutes in is probably the best part about it because it takes you not really surprised. But you're just like, well, what? Oh, absolutely. And then it just yeah. completely turns the film and you don't because you because on the face of it. It's just somebody, hey, going to go trying to score the big score for the reunion. It's your standard. It's almost the loser fun, wants right. to be like the famous guy right. in high school. It's like this formulaic thing. thing. But then what happens 30 to 40 minutes in and you're just it completely turns the film like, oh, shoot, that is not what this film is yep. about. And I, I I just appreciated that much more. So we're going to here we go. Okay? We're, we're going <laughs> to spoil it for you. <laughs> So when he has sex with them, <laughs> <laughs> they bang. So like as soon as he when I remember when I first watched so in the in the movie, 
uh, Landsman Dan goes out to Hollywood to see get Oliver because Oliver's like they're basically he's the head of the committee. Dan's the head of this committee. Yep, trying to do the reunion. Right, and he's and he no one's his friend, and it, no one remembers him from high school. Yeah, but all the the people that he works, works with don't they like don't like him. him. Yeah, yeah, which is they they suck, but. And it's also evident when he talks to his son and his son's telling him about how he's got this girlfriend, his girl likes him and he thinks that it's a scam and he's trying yeah. to give him the advice. Like, you know, might be trying to, you know, make fun of you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's really, you get an idea of what Dan's high school was like. Yeah. So then he says, you know, I don't know if I get Oliver Lowell, I'm going to get him and then everyone will come. And so he goes out and has this plan because he really looks up to Oliver and he, he likes Oliver. And he th- Oliver made it out of the, out of the right, town. He right. became an actor, even though. As an actor, he hasn't done much. We did the one banana boat national commercial. Well, that's the thing. He goes yeah. out there and he goes and gets him and he and they have a big night. They have a fun night. And and you you hear in the beginning, he talks to he's like, oh, you must get there's so much girls out here. And he's like, you must get so much pussy out. And he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, a lot of girls, guys, guess, too. Yeah. And he's just like, it's just I'm like, oh, oh, OK, whatever. I don't like labels. And you're just like, yeah, you're just yeah. like, and you don't think of it. Then. Gag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't think of it then. And you're like, oh, OK, fine, whatever. And then they get fucked up. They have like uh, they do cocaine. They get drinking, and 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 then as soon as they walk into his apartment, mm-hmm. I don't. When I first watched it, and as soon as they go into Oliver's apartment, I was like, I was getting the vibe like, oh no, there was so there's tension. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the second he goes down and uh, Marston puts his head against the beam, it's just like, oh, <coughs> excuse oh. me. And then he goes, come here. Yeah, come and here. and I remember. I sensed it and then I'm like, oh yeah. And like I was like, I was like, and then he's like, come here. I was like, yes. What, what, do, you, what do you mean? What do you what do you mean? So, but I it's just it's such uh so it's 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 I think it's meant to kind of like, oh whoa, okay. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But then as as he when he returns home and then everything that goes along with just kind of like his infatuation with Oliver, it's you know, are you mad at me? I I, I like he does that to him. Yeah, it becomes it's in, it's, it's just, yeah. it's, it's very, very interesting. And it's just, it, I don't know. It drew me in where I was like, okay, what I need to pay. I, I, and there was a lot, there's a lot of stuff in second viewing that I really, really liked in this movie uh, in terms of some dialogue and some lines and just kind of like, you know, the relationship stuff that I, I know we can get to the awkward stuff that, that you, that bugged you a little bit. And then I mean, we can break down those scenes, but they're, they're really bug me. I just don't like them. But, but so yes. I, w- what was your initial, when the scene, when they get together, which is really quick. Cause it's just like a kiss. And then they, yeah. And they cut back to a flashback, which is like a the funny flashback. Awesome. <laughs> 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 when the flashback happened, I was like, Oh, um, my initial reaction was just like, yes, it was basically yeah. like, oh my, yeah, they, yeah. they went for it. They're this, it's like you said, it's super formulaic just doing the going to find the guy in high school who peaked at high school, but right, you looked up right. to him. Tons of movies have done that. Like what was the latest, the one with Kevin Hart and The Rock? Oh, was that the CIA one? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So it's like, intelligence. Yeah, that's yeah. one of, and that's the latest one I can think of, but that's like one of a bajillion. Oh no, there's tons of yeah. those. Yeah. And that's what you think this is going to be. And then yes. as soon as that happens, like you said, it, it, it still is about that, but it changes, like you said, their relationship. Jack Black turns from like looking up to him to having that infatuation. Mm-hmm. It's it's not so much he's in love with him so much as he doesn't know what he's feeling at that point anymore. It's a little I, bit of yeah, everything. Dan is somebody who is, I, I say, he's like, he's lost. He's, he's lost in his lost, life. Yeah. It's not his wife loves him and he has a good family. But he is not happy. He tries he these the friends that are with the committee right. don't want to hang out with them. And he and he tries to like put a good face on it and he smiles, but it, you know, it obviously bothers him. You like we talked about where his high school up was not probably pleasant and he doesn't want right. his son to have that. And they're very open with their son about sex and like which I pre like just kind of like they're open about and it might be different with guys, uh right. with with boys, but it's like, you know, they're very they they swear, they curse, they don't care. They're very open. They, you know, he you know, you can tell me anything. He wants his son to be his friend. Um right. And then you get that moment when when Oliver comes back to, to de- back town. Where do they live? Are they I can't they remember. Live in Pennsylvania. Is it Pennsylvania? Yeah. Okay. He comes home and he's like ignoring his son and stuff like that. Yeah, because he's uh, now infatuated his own. Yeah. His own yeah. Little he's, world. he's 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 like I said, it's something like that moment in LA in the apartment almost was like the best thing to happen to Dan because it shook up his kind of existence and it shook up his the fabric of himself. I would even say even before you know, they spent the night together. Um, they had, there was a little bit of that as well. Like his partying and stuff like that, him hanging up on his wife. I got to go by. Right. Like that had already begun. Right. And just the fact that they, 
like did it. Right. Added an extra layer to that, but it's still like just being out there and having a friend, I think changed. Them. I feel, I don't see, I don't view when, you know, when they're, when they get together and they're seeing when they, and, and you know, they have sex, I don't view it like, like it's a, it's a sexual awakening for Jack, for yeah, Dan that's, Cause that's the it's thing. It's not, not, it's not, it's, it's, it's the act is just the act. It has nothing to do with love, but it has to do with infatuation it has to do with, appreciation of somebody who likes you for you who has a good has a fun time with you like because that's what he's because oliver says to him he's like i haven't had a nut like this in forever and he talks about it later right. on in the movie where he's like you know you put me up on this pedestal i had to perform that i had you know you make me feel good i had to feel the part yeah right which is you know which is you know which is great which i just yeah. i just i don't know i just i loved it but I guess I, I want to find. Well, tell me because I, I don't want to start doing lines because I've got a bunch of lines here. Well, there's that, a lot of lines that are good. But what I guess let's go to the awkward stuff for you. The stuff that you really bugged you, kind of like made you squirm a little. You it just, didn't. It's got a lot of squirmy stuff. It's not like it's bad. It's just I didn't like it. But I can't. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just no. I don't. For those out there, Butler before, doesn't like I don't like com- awkward right, comedy. Right. There are a lot of scenes in stuff like The Office and stuff like that where I just feel uncomfortable watching it, and I right. don't want to be there anymore. Uh, <laughs> you're, you, you're like the people watching it, but except it's not like a train wreck for you. You just want to leave it. You exactly. Want, want, people right. want to watch the train wreck. I'm right. like, I'm all right. 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 <laughs> um, I mean the entire scene in the, the reunion when he yells at him, oh, even before he yells at him, when he's just like dejected and like drinking and looking at him and his wife's watching yeah. Dan looking at Oliver. Uh, that's all really weird. The scene when, uh, Oliver goes out partying with Dan's reunion members mm-hmm. and then he comes back with the girl. Oh, in the bedroom? In the bedroom. And yeah. then they have the converse. He goes out and like, don't go out. Don't go. Oh my God. <laughs> and he went out. It's just like the scene in the bathroom. They're like, Are you mad at me? Like, it's just like, but that's, see, that's, that's what you want. So I, I know, yeah. but it's, I'm not saying that that's bad. It's just, I will never watch it again. <laughs> Come on. Why would you so not watch this awkward. movie again? Uh, the scene at the end when he, I actually, there are a lot of moments I do like in this scene. It's just kind of heartbreaking when uh, Jeffrey Tambor's character, who is his boss, who right. is kind of completely screwed over to go to LA. Yeah. And they're talking and he's just like completely dejected about what happened. You're talking about when he re- reveals when to he him, reveals that, he to him that he made everything so up. Ja- so Dan is working for this. I don't know. They do paper or they do. They do something. They're a firm. I think they help yeah. with like accounting and business stuff. So they are. Yeah. So he, in order for him to go out on this, he, in order for him to, I guess, concoct this lie to his wife that he's going to California on business under the guise of for his job. Right. And he's going out there to obviously to get Oliver for the reunion, but he makes up this fake client. He makes a, oh, we're going to go out there and he's just going to, he figured he'd go out on his own. Yeah. And then Shermer is like, oh, well, let's, let's do it. Let's it's a, go. Yeah. Big client. They want they want to pick their firm up. He's been talking to him and he he finds the guy on a website. He's actually in California. The guy's name we makes up. Yeah. But he's just he's some he's just pretending that they want to work with him. Right. And so he doesn't expect Sherman to go with him. And then he goes out and he's just trying to like, oh, we'll shut it down. And like and then he has and then when after he spends his night, well, they spend the he spends two nights with Oliver. The first night with Oliver, he's like, oh, maybe your boss doesn't have to know. So he right. so Oliver plays the the character of this this Trent exactly yeah this executive that and he accepts like the deal he's like what if we take 50 percent off he's like oh deal and it's just like what i and couldn't he was so good i couldn't say no i know and then i love jack black i was like i was buying the whole out of cash argument though you know so you know, like, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. just, uh, so yeah so so then that kind of uh it, so jeffrey Shermer puts a lot of money in because he never really had computers or internet right so he spends all this money to upgrade the, the damn firm, plan he calls the it Dan Dan plan, begging yeah. him to do it upgrade learn computers do all these classes and Basically, then when Dan comes clean, he tells Shermer, you know, I made it all up. I bought a plane ticket. And Shermer's like, couldn't you have just yeah, why didn't you ju- yeah. buy the ticket with your own money? Yeah. In retrospect, yeah, I could Yeah, have. why didn't you just tell it and then tell and your then, wife yeah. that it was a business but trip? But I needed it. I needed to make it a business trip so that I needed to lie about it being a business trip so my wife wouldn't know. Couldn't you have just said it was a business trip and left me out of it? Yeah. Yep. I could have done that too. And he talks about, are you going to fire me? He goes, fire you from what? I don't know if we still even have a a business anymore. Like it's just, it's like, I know Jeffrey Tambor allegedly did a lot of bad stuff on set and different sets, but like he's acting and he's dejected. Like his scene is like, he does it so well that dejected, like he's just 
done. He's very reserved. In the movie. Yeah. His, his, res, his reservedness in the film is, is nice because you can't have everyone We're, at the same level. He's also so goofy at the beginning. And so like dumb about technology and all that, that you don't expect, you right. don't see that scene coming either. I don't think I got you. The and then it hits you. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, damn, well, it's almost like he broke his heart. Exactly. And like, you could tell it breaks Dan's heart, but it breaks your heart as the viewer seeing it like that. And it's like, shit. Yeah. The other thing too, speaking of just kind of like the acting and the actors is like Jack Black is somebody that when you see him in movies, he's always like well, flamboyant and he's always, right. uh, you know, otherworldly and just kind of like, but in this one, he's very reserved and oh, he's yeah. very, and he's very, um, I mean, I, I've seen the movie Bernie and Bernie's a little, he was, he's a little of an eccentric in Bernie, but he's kind of like the, uh, the same kind of like not stuffy character, but the same character where he's like an everyday person and kind of like, but he's taking advantage of people burning. He's like, a, he's a sociopath uh, <laughs> or a psychopath, whatever. But, uh, but in this, he's just kind of like, it's just very like plain. He's the straight man. in this. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, I love when they first start calling everybody. And he's like, hey, Dan Landsman. And he's just like, no, I don't still, I don't think I still suck. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think that was very nice. I don't think that language is necessary. <laughs> and he's always try, like the whole, I mean, we'll get to the ending, but like he's trying to get his nickname. Oh, hey, D Fresh. D Money, yeah. D Fresh. Hey, everyone calls me D that. Man. D Smooth. What do you think about D Smooth? You like that? What? D Nice. Yeah. Like, when he's yeah. coked up at the, uh, the prom, what do you think? It's J Money. It's just, it's clearly just J Money. No, it's, uh, it's a, it's J, not J bomb. Is it J dog? It's J dog. J dog. Of course, it's, it's perfect. Just it's it's off. It's obvious. And then he gets jealous. You have, you have the whole. You have your whole life plan. You get the perfect life, don't you? <laughs> get it off. And know. he gets jealous when Oliver come, uh, of his son's nickname because Oliver calls him Z Bone. Yeah, he's like Z Bone. That's just that? his nickname. I don't. That's not what we call him. When he that, uh, <laughs> he gets e jealous of that. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about the scene when his son is trying to talk to him about having uh, his girlfriend wants to have a three way with them. And then he does and he he's trying to, so his son's trying to tell him that his girlfriend is an older girl that likes him and she, right. and they want to have the, she wants to have a three way with him and another girl. And he's trying to tell his father the dinner scene, the father and uh, Landsman's ignoring him because he's trying to listen to Oliver tell a story or he thinks that Oliver, he's jealous of the attention that Oliver's giving his own wife. But that his wife's giving out. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. He's well. I would think he's jealous. No, he's just yeah, yeah. He's yeah. The other way. Yeah. So he. So whatever. He blows him off. Ah, oh, fine. He leaves. And and you know later on you find like, you need to talk to him. It's just like oh he's fine. He's fine. And then Oliver talks to him, hey what's up man and he he tells him you know uh, do the He tells him he's like they want me to do threes and he's like all right and, and he's like man how many girls have you fucked none why yeah I'm fourteen <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> and, so then he and then he tells him like his whole is like you stack them like lawn chairs stack in just, just, come on obviously you only got one cock so you can't fuck them both at the same time <laughs> so you stack them <laughs> then you know you're at your end you get a condom yeah. no no he, t he tells yeah. him he's like remember rip, wear a condom and then rip, rip, that. rip that thing off <laughs> hose down those lawn chairs <laughs> <laughs> and it's like he says that, and then at the end of the movie, did you notice how they're yeah, doing they're the launch? And, he, and, and he's out there, him. yeah. He's like telling his dad what Oliver told him. I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> this son never goes. It doesn't happen because I guess he, he he's not that kind of person. That's yeah, what he says. It wasn't for him, so he yeah. gave up. He's but like he manned up. That was just, his whole thing. But the whole thing is like it's it's a frank discussion, but it's not. It's not like a taboo thing. It's not like, oh my God, I shouldn't say, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's, you know, Oliver's probably the best person for him to talk to about that because he just, you know, he, like he said, he doesn't believe in labels. He doesn't care. He just, he you know, just has, does you what know, he does. Yeah. That's what he does. He lives by the moment. And I, I, I don't know. I just, I, that seems funny. It's got a lot of nice lines in it. And it's just, it's an interesting connection. And I think one of the things I also like is that the, the, the whole thing that we talked about in the beginning of the movie before uh, when they get together is that it's a formulaic film. Like, you know, he's going to go out there to reach this guy, but right. It's also flips the formula where it's like, you get the sense that they're setting up that Dan needs Oliver and it's not Oliver also needs Dan. You know oh, for I mean? sure. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, he, and he says it at the end when he tells me, you put me on this pedestal and yeah, you my know, life sucks. I, I you saw live. my apartment. I'm right. Shit. And it's like, it's almost like they've become really good friends like that. Like they will be friends beyond this. I would think. See, I don't think so. No, really. I think they become really. I don't think they'll ever speak again. I don't think. Well, you don't think they'll like exchange like texts, really? No, nope. I don't know. That was it. That was their. Catherine Hahn's character is not going to let him back in their life. It's not going to happen. 
it's just that was a thing. It happened and it's done. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can we start over? I'm Dan Lansman. We went to high school and never had sex together. <laughs> <laughs> swear you're wearing the same underwear as him. Why you, you fuck girl? Yeah, how do you know? I did his laundry. <laughs> I uh, like how cool Oliver is about everything, though. Like you say, like he doesn't believe in labels and stuff. But he also, when Dan kicks him out, he goes, "All right, I think I might have overstayed my welcome." Like he's always really cool until like he's given no choice until Dan backs him into a corner at the at the reunion. He ticks him off, yeah. yeah. But then he feels bad about it. But then I love that. But see, then and then that moment when his buddies are like, "Oh, oh man, that's thanks. my one of my favorite moments yeah. in the movie." I. Yeah, we we got so mileage tell, that we can yeah, make fun of all this. Yeah, no, when when he's leaving, and so he yeah, a, Oliver's uh, leaving at the other guy's house. That Craig and he sees that Craig's and the and people Randy's, that like yeah. hated Dan and like wouldn't hang out with them. The two main guys, Craig and Randy, that are in part of the uh, committee, committee are kind of like they rip on him. Yeah, yeah. They're like oh, we got mileage. We're gonna shit at him forever because of this. He goes, guys, bring it in. I could have fucked either one of you at any point, but I didn't. Why is that? <laughs> and then he walks away, and they're just like. It's almost like they're almost like sad they didn't well, get. That's the thing. Chance. The looks on their faces are almost like they're like, nah. I'm they're like, wait a minute, maybe I wanted that. Like exactly, you know, like, yeah. yeah. And then then they instantly become almost jealous of that connection that he has with Dan. They're as big a loser as Dan was. Yeah, yeah. But Dan was yeah. But Dan was somebody that has redeeming value. That's that the Oliver difference between right, yeah. That I, yeah. No, absolutely. I think if you don't have, if you don't have somebody who's playing Oliver. Like I like James Morrison a lot. Like, no, he's really good. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I think I think if you had somebody in there that that can carry that that kind of like L.A. I don't I don't want to really I don't really want to label the Oliver character as somebody that you know we're gonna you're only gonna see in L.A. kind of well, thing. You just can't like, put labels on Oliver. No, but so. you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like <laughs> I, I don't. I, I get you. That's the expectation. Well, he's got of, that douche beanie. <laughs> well, he does. Yeah, I get. I guess so. But I don't see. I don't view him as a douche. Like I love the first shot of him when he's on the phone with Dan, and it's a slow dolly. And it's oh just yeah. Bag. He's like, "Hey, what's up, Daniel?" It's like, "Oh, I go by Dan now." Yeah, no, that's cool, Dan. Yeah, like it's like this yeah, like right. hero shot. Yeah. almost. yeah. It's like it's setting him up to be like the hero of the story and of for Dan. Right. I, I, I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, because you don't know is like, and then he goes. But you can see that he can be just as awkward and out of place as Dan. It's only when he's with Dan that he becomes this hero because he plays that part. Right. Because when he goes up to Dermot Mulroney, you can tell that he's you like, can tell that he's just as doofy and awkward and and but, unsure of himself as Dan. But he wouldn't have done that unless Dan had pushed him to do it. Exactly. You yeah, he I mean? would never but have see, introduced him. But see, that's why I think that I don't think they wouldn't stop talking to each other because they need each other. To I think that Oliver. I think. Any kind of any that's why you have people who have entourages and people who are accessible as people behind them because they need people behind them to go, no, you do it. Yes, absolutely. Right. You know you can do it. I believe in you. You do it. Like I think he might I'm not saying that he's gonna come out to LA and hang out, but I'm saying that he still might chat and text me like, hey, I'm going for this part. What do you think? Like stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, cause he found he's a friend. I th- I see I, I don't think I don't know. I don't know. But you you've never been friends with somebody <laughs> <laughs> Did I bang before? No. <laughs> uh, get over here, butler. <laughs> Come here. I don't know how those buttons fell off my shirt. You should go yell at that store manager. This is ridiculous. That's the best thing. Yeah. So when they get together, uh, Oliver rips off his shirt. So all the buttons go flying. And then he comes home. And Catherine, his wife, Stacy, uh, says, You know, what happened to the buttons on your shirt? And he like makes a big deal. Like, I can't believe that he tried to like pull this thing where he's I mean, I can't believe they sold you shirt without yeah, buttons. That's ridiculous. So at the end of the movie, when he comes back from dropping off the sun from school and she's like, so those shirt did have buttons. What happened? Like, yeah. like that was when the did question. The buttons get lost. Yeah. Oliver tore him off. Yeah. So, so I yelled at a store yeah. manager for 10 minutes. But like that's, no that's the, that's at that moment when she says that I don't see, I don't think that the marriage is not going to continue. You know what I mean? I just, I don't, I never thought that they were not going to be together. Well, I, I don't know. I think that that's just the only thing she can talk because everything else is too upsetting. Because yeah. then he tries to explain it and she doesn't even want to, at the time he starts, he, she's like, I stop. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Like what he did was like, and her expression is like, like during the reunion is just what? But do you think it's different because it was another guy and it wasn't another woman? Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. So it's not, it's while it, yes. Because like he says, he's not gay so right it wasn't uh, and she's like but what but see the real betrayal is then why why were you you were closer to him than you were to me kind it, of thing it's it's the weirdness of it it's the obsession it's the infatuation it's just unhealthy and weird and and off-putting and 
crazy. See, I don't think see, I, I don't think it's weird. I don't think that the I don't not at first, but by the time like it gets to like Oliver in the house, he does get Oh well, no, no, no! It gets weird I mean, and creepy. I'm talking about the. I'm talking about them getting together. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, yeah, I yeah. Mean, I, I, yes. I, well, but also I think that, that just is the turning point where, like, that was well, once she that, learns that, that's that, crazy. But. That jealousy and that infatuation that you're talking about, I think that's because Dan has yet to figure out why he did what he did and what happened, and, and just kind of like figured it all out. Yet. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So that's. I think that's where that comes in. Uh, I I also like the moment where Dan is asking his son for help. In front of the school, he's like, "Will you oh, come right. home with me?" And yeah, he's like, "No, Dad, I go to school. Come on." His son's got a really good line at the end there because he goes, "You think it was messed up? Yeah, it's pretty messed up, Dad. I got to deal with a lot of shit today, and I just have to deal with it." Yeah, so do you. Yep. And then his, <laughs> his girlfriend's like, "That's probably what you did. It's pretty yeah. fucked up. I like it. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> thanks." And he got like, this weird smile on his face. Yeah, well, because because he's always he's always trying to be somebody who's cool or ex- not accepted, but just. Somebody that people like. Right. And he doesn't know how to do it, but it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird, it's like, is he being true to himself? I think there's a lot more after the story, after the story. Well, you see that, you know, he's, he starts getting back in shape. He, you know, sends the letter, he shuts down the reunion thing. So he's no longer obsessed with what he was like back then. Right. And he, you know, he gets clients. He gets that one guy who was like interested in who how like, yeah, who was who, just who was interested. like all like, oh, that's messed up. All right. Yeah. You're interesting. You're interesting. Yeah, absolutely. You're not, you don't like, you're not a label. You're not, yeah. you're not this person. Yeah. He always played it safe before. And like, then you say, okay, he's, he does what he, what he wants. He's crazy. All right. right. So I talked about how I like James Marsden as Oliver. Now the script is around for a while. Uh, they initially, Bill Hader was in talks to play Oliver like oh, in 2013. Oliver? Yeah. I saw he was in talks to be in the movie, but I didn't no. think for Oliver. I figured for Dan. No. No. Yeah, agreed. No, that's it can't be another comedic actor. I think if it was him, it would have been a comedy. It would have been like a, a not a comedy, but like a, a broad comedy, not like Oh, this. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't be this dark comedy kind of a thing. Yeah, like Will Ferrell would play Dan or something like that. And it would be goofy. And it, it yeah, it's yeah. it's gotta be some kind of like action type star it's got to be yeah. somebody like james marston or dramatic actor or something like that it can't be can't be a comedy guy no 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 and i think that it, it i i again i know this is probably like in the last like 10 to 12 weeks i've brought this up but i like that it's a three million dollar movie i like that it's an indie indie film and i think that you know these chances are taken within the storytelling because of that. Like if this is a studio production, it's $40 million. I don't know if we're going to get this kind of story. I get it. You like indie films. I do. I do like indie films and you should too. If the, even if they make you feel awkward, I don't like awkward, (laughs) but, um, Oh, for sure. This is not a movie for everybody. It's, it's not like we, like we said, it's not formulaic. You're not, you can't do this movie with a budget. No way, but this no but, way. But I'm tired of. But if I know this movie's not for everybody, my thing is like I wish more people knew this movie because every time people complain about oh all the movies are the same, all the movies are the same, all oh, I've, I've seen this, I've seen this, it's like you have not seen this. Like this is a movie that stands out, and I think you know to me, I mean, I don't think those people would want to watch this movie. They I think should, the people that say this are just it. bored of movies and just wouldn't want to. They don't watch like this. movies. If you love oh, movies, you want to watch that stuff. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying right. those people that are making those kind of complaints probably won't watch this movie. Yeah, those people. There's also a lot of double entendres in this movie as soon as they... Oh, yeah. And they don't... What I like is they don't, like, wink at you in the camera. It just is there. What about there's only the one? Yeah. There's only the one moment. What about Lawless? Did you get him to come? And he's like, what? Are you sorry? <laughs> but there's a lot of, like, inside of you jokes. There's a lot of, uh, like, just... There's a lot of well, small, I remember. Like, I remember the inside of you ooh. one. That was him at the end. Right. Where are the other ones? They're just uh, here and there. They're they're I can't. I, I don't remember them. I do remember the. the they're there. The inside of you one is there. But that's then when he. A that's, more that, but others. that's when he's about to get yelled at, right? That's when Dan says that to him, either outside or inside, and then and then Oliver rips into him at the at the party reunion. The inside thing? No, that's at the end when he does his speech. Oh, is that at the end? There's, an, there's a little bit of Oliver inside everybody. Oh, I see. I don't think that was a double entendre. Oh, I think I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking for them, but they they all seem to be there. I mean, I guess you could. I guess yeah, you could be like, Haha, like he said, duty, like that kind of thing. But I don't think that's. what I think he meant, you know. 
Uh, I mean, uh, who cares? <laughs> so the movie's called The D Train. And at the end of the movie, he's writing a letter to everyone in the Facebook group about just kind of like. The reunion Facebook group. Right. Yeah. And what I like, what I like in the movie is that, or what I like in a lot of movies is when you know the, you know that it's coming. And well, for me, at least, maybe not for you, but you know that he's going to, he's going to sign off as the D train. Right. And you want it to happen. Like, you know, like it, it oh, he's going to do it, do it, do it. And, and like, you kind of want him to write the D train right. down there. When that happens in a movie, that to me is a signal that everything that has come before it has done its job in terms of me, you know, liking the character and wanting the character to have this successful moment in terms of growing up and getting, and getting yeah. all that stuff. Like, so, and I think that that, that the move, the story has done its job. Sure. So at the end of that movie, when he does it, I'm just like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I like that moment. Um, uh, I didn't see it coming. Cause I totally forgot the movie's called the DC. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, were you still thinking about the sex scene? <laughs> I was just watching the movie. I had totally forgotten like that. It's what it was called or whatever. I like, it wasn't in my head. Yeah. But then when he goes, and thinks about it when he takes the moment to pause and he goes D train. I'm like, ah, the thing, the, the thing, the thing. <laughs> I love when he gives his shirt back. It's yours. I borrowed it after you fucked me. <laughs> or when he's getting yelled at in the reunion mm -hmm. and he's like, wait, why'd the music stop? And like, everyone's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? The DJ unfairly got over overplayed. <laughs> What's give us just give us the password? Fine, R E U I O N. You spelled reunion wrong. <laughs> Wait, the password's reunion with three exclamation points at the end. <laughs> I also I love when he's when he's breaking it down for Shermer and he's he's before he breaks on the truth. He goes, you zoom in like this, and he zooms into the picture of the real Trent CEO guy. But then he goes. And you can Google anything at any time. It's honestly the best search engine that you can use. And you can add anyone to an email chain at any point. It's so easy. Because, <laughs> yeah, because he was initially lying to him, not trying to yeah. get him to uh, do things. Google, I wouldn't trust Google. Google's, yeah. not a, Google's not a great place to go. Yeah. I love that when he gets the, when they're trying to book the flight to L.A., Jack Black's like, let me check my phone because Schumer's afraid of technology. He goes, oh, 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 every flight's booked. Oh, no. <laughs> And he goes, I'll go and talk to my travel agent. She's going to book us a flight. She's great. And when they get on the flight, it's like, see, Addy shouldn't trust technology. And the plane is almost empty. <laughs> and they're sitting in a whole row by themselves. I don't think I've ever been on an empty plane. I have not been on many planes, so I have no, I have no way so to you talk would, about so that. So you would never watch this. You would never watch this movie ever again. All the lines that you think are funny. You never watch it because it makes you feel awkward at the end. There's awkward. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. You gotta get over that, man. Why? I don't know. It's just because like you're missing it. out on some stuff. I don't stuff. like it. You're not there. You're not, you're not, it doesn't the, you're not, matter. You're I'm, not. I'm putting myself there. Isn't it, doesn't it say something that I'm so into those scenes, into the moment that like I get uncomfortable as if I'm there? You have to laugh at that uncomfortable I stuff. I can't, I can't laugh at that uncomfortable <laughs> stuff. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. So you would never, see, I would share with, I would, show this or not show this personally sit down and watch this i would tell people to watch this that's for what sure. i'm saying i, I think tell, people should watch this yeah but i'm not gonna go buy it and then put it in what my if uh, Lisa wants to watch it again wants she this. can watch it while i'm at work or something <laughs> but it's movie night and it's her po her choice and she says i want to watch a movie train. night please i'm, I'm apologize well, you don't have movie night she's uh she's staying up for two hours i don't think so jeez <laughs> <laughs> uh I, did you notice that when, and I don't know if this is on purpose or it was just like a thing and they like they just didn't notice it was there. When Dan first drives by the bar, when the other reunion people are going to the bar and they cut him out. Yeah. He pulls up, sees them all going in, kind of sighs to himself and drives away. When he, his car drives away in that shot, someone behind the bar door is giving the finger outside to the oh, outside. Oh, I didn't know that. And I couldn't tell, like, is that supposed to be them giving the finger to Dan? Like they knew he was there or just... Giving the finger to the camera, not thinking they would notice. I didn't notice that, and I don't know. Maybe I mean I did notice that the bar's called Thirsty Alley. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> like Kirsty Alley. <laughs> uh, I thought that was pretty funny. I also like the Dunkin' Donuts he has at the beginning. It's like a uh, Dunkin'. Yeah, but he has Dunkin', and then he comes with a a, a tray of uh, sure, meats, like, a meats, lunch meats, yeah. <laughs> with an olive, and he's checking all the phones and. As soon as you saw him coming in and checking everything, you 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 kind of almost knew 
what kind of character he was. I see. I think that that I thought he was going to be a little bit more nerdy and a little bit more. See, I'm glad he stodgy. wasn't. Though. Yeah, no, me neither. But that's it. Really, isn't like what he is in the rest of the movie. Like, I didn't think that completely fit his character. I didn't know where he got the cocaine from. At the I thought the same thing. I was, I was like, like where, where'd you, you get that? You're such a straight laced dude. How do you know where to How get did you cocaine? Score that? Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe maybe that's a scene they cut out. But yeah, I was just wondering about that. Maybe Oliver gave him. Hey, you got some more? Oh yeah, no, I'm just gonna do it at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, a lot of the comedy in this movie is not, um, overt. Like a lot of there's a lot of comedy in the the situation that's arising, and then the com and then the the dialogues and and what everyone's talking about, and and kind of like the relationships. But there's no like scene where like a comedy set piece, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like in a like in a Will Ferrell film or a Kevin Hart movie where you know you have those you know specific moments where it's just set up for disaster. Yeah. Wait for the punchline or bridesmaids when they all get the food poisoning and they're going to go try on the dress like that kind of stuff. There's no scenes like that. I think all right. maybe that's maybe that's another reason why I, I think I like this movie a lot more. Being someone who writes a lot is just every all the comedy and all the humor is within the script itself uh, and the performances and the and the relationships. Yeah. I mean, I would say that maybe the threesome discussion. But I'm talking is, like comedy kind that, of, but that's dialogue. I'm talking about comedy set. You're pieces. just looking for. Okay. Like, it, like when he come, when he talks about how I'm going to come into the reunion, everyone's going to love me like that stuff. And he's having that imagination. Right. Like me, like, like for instance, like, let's say there's like a, a 15 minute scene where he goes to buy the cocaine. He's like being goofy and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and stuff's happening. And then he ends up with the, one of the things like, you know, the cops show up and he escapes like stuff like that. Like, right. That's I got not you. Yeah. This movie, no, 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 no. Which I like, which I appreciate. Sure. And even like his friend, even like uh, his friend, Jerry, J-Dog, uh, when he comes into really the, his friend, but OK. No, I think he is. I, I think, I think he, Jerry's definitely more. He's not somebody he's not somebody he's, who's going to go up against Craig and Randy who rip on him. And he kind of he knows that Dan's not behaving right. Cause right. He's like, yeah. Oh, well, you know, he's like, oh, it's it. I'm out, guys. He's like, well, everything's already done. So, you know. Yeah. Like, but then at the end, when he goes into the. Into bathroom. the bathroom with him. It's just like it's he's not like he's trying to tell him, hey, man, come on. You know, what are you doing? Like that kind right. of stuff. So I, I think he is a friend. Well, I think any of those guys would have done the same thing because they're real. They're supposed to be like real people. So at that point, that's like an extreme kind of thing. Like, whoa, cocaine and that stuff. That's a little. Yeah, but that's a little much. But see, Craig and Randy, I don't think he would be friends with. I think he would just tell him to go F off. Oh, he would have told. Yeah, yeah but I think Craig yeah. and Randy would have said the same thing. Oh, come on, Dan. Let's just no, let's come see, on back. I, I don't think I they don't think so. That. I think they would either laugh at him like or they'd be like, yo, what, give us some. Like, I, I don't think so. Oh, you think they'd be latched on to, you know, Oliver. So now you're doing cocaine. So now you're cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. OK, I can see I, that because, the, that. yeah, I, that's why I don't I don't view them as as being Dan's friend at all. I mean, I think Jerry is. And to the point where he cares about, like, if he sees Dan, like spiraling. Which he clearly yeah. isn't in that part. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, even like the, even like the women that are on the uh, committee, I, I don't think they care. You know, I, you know what I mean? I just don't, I think they, they make fun of them or they just, Oh, I think they yeah. definitely like them. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't, I never, if their intent was to say like, Oh no, these are really his friends. Well then maybe that's one thing I can agree with you in terms of, I think that movie missed the mark there, but I don't view that any, anyone but Jerry, I don't think he would ever talk to again. The kind of thing, you know what I mean? Like even when like he comes to the reunion with Stacy and she introduces him, oh, you remember Dan and, and to the to the woman, the other girl, and she's know, just yeah. like, and it's almost like it, they don't ever say it, but it's almost like everyone is always thinking like you married him, like that kind of thing. You're with him, like you know what I mean? I don't think they think that because I don't think they remember him. That's the whole point is that he that they he, don't remember him. See, I don't think he was the guy that everybody got picked on and stuff like that. I just think he was the guy that no one. See, notice not, well, but then you but we talked about this line when he calls everyone at the the reunion he's like no i don't think i still suck like there's people that a couple are like of people, yeah, yeah that's all i think for the most part people don't remember him well he's not there's cool, also people on the phone who goes don't remember goes no i was there we had this class or i was a class yeah. of something no i was there like, so they just don't okay. remember him. so he's in high school what kind of person he's not a jock he's not cool he's but he's not necessarily someone that's getting picked on a lot he's just someone that nobody cares about and thinks is funny yeah. Goofy, the fat kid, that kind of thing. Yeah, the fat kid in the corner. Mm. Okay, no one's really talking to. Gotcha, gotcha. That's what I'm thinking. So why do you think it was forgotten? Because because it made no because it made no money. Because uh, it got pulled for a thousand. I think it's got a. I'm getting pulled in the first week. Well, here, here's bad. the other thing. It, this isn't. You put this movie in between Avengers and Mad Max: Fury Road. You're asking for a movie not to do well. This is not a May release. 
No, not this at all. This is not, um, I guess maybe you could say it's counter-programming, but that doesn't work in May or June or when July. Are, when are Those reu- are the three months that doesn't work. Reunions are in usually like around November, right? Oh, I don't know. My uh, My high school class president did not. To his job, right? Well, maybe you need to get on top of that. Well, <laughs> well most I, reunions, I also some care. reunions re- revolve around a homecoming, which is usually like in November before Thanksgiving. So, like when people come, so most some reunions are there. So, this movie is probably either a September, October, November release, maybe maybe a November first release before the holiday films come out, or this film is like a February March release. Uh, it's for sure. It's not a summer release. It's not a summer release. This movie probably would do well if it was a VOD release or if it was like a Netflix movie or something like that. It would have done well on Netflix. It would have done well on streaming. It was yeah. probably 2015. So it's probably only a year too early. It's just, it's not a movie that's like I said, you, you, you anything you're going to put in between Avengers age of Ultron, which is the sequel to the the highly popular Avengers. And then Mad Max Fury road, which everyone wanted to see because it was the return of Mad Max, the story. Yeah. You're at, you're basically saying we have no, we have no belief in this film. And uh, so we'll put it here. And I see don't think I, they're saying mm-hmm. that. I just don't, I think they thought it was counter program. I think we got a really good, really interesting film here. And whoever was the guy who's programming these films for IFC or whatever clearly doesn't understand counter-programming doesn't work when your movie's The Avengers. Like, it doesn't... Yeah, it's... Everyone's it, seeing The Avengers. It's, it shouldn't have been in May. May 8th is not a time for this movie. This it, also should have been marketed maybe a little bit more? Well, yeah, you... I don't... Honestly, I don't remember how I saw this film. I don't know if I saw it in theaters. I might not we have. We had it in theaters because I remember that yeah, on the marquee for, like, it. maybe... Uh, hot. So we probably were one of the theaters that only had it a week. Well, it's a thousand, thousand screens. I'm sure we had it. Yeah. Because I'm, as soon as it started or as soon as I saw the poster, I was like, oh, we did have this. I do remember seeing this poster. So yeah. I vaguely recall it, but I know nothing of it. Now you do. So I think that maybe a little bit more marketing could have done well. It's also a dark comedy. Dark comedy is kind of weird because dark comedies usually deal with kind of darker subject matter. I don't think I it's, I know it's, it's. Qual- I know that that's the label it gave it right. the dark comedy, but I don't think this is a this is a drama slash comedy. This yeah, isn't a, a dark dramedy, comedy, I guess. Why why is it a dark comedy? Because because two guys had sex. Is that why you're saying it's a dark comedy? No, more because it deals with, I guess, depression and being lost and trying to find yourself. That's like, drama. Dark comedy, but it's would also be, a comedy. Dark though. comedy would be if if he uh, murdered somebody. No, I get it. Like trying to hide. Yeah, this, like, yeah, I get no. that. Yeah, this is not a dark comedy, and that's that's a bad label. This it's, film. It's just it's tough to like dramedy. I think is a terrible. I'm gonna tell you right now. This is labeled a dark comedy because of the of the two guys got together. No. That's why, and that's bullshit. It's, it's a drama comedy. It's a, it's about. See, I don't know because if the two guys got together, but it was a little more goofy, it wouldn't be a dark comedy. I think it's a, a comedy. It's a dark comedy because of Jack Black's obsession that comes after. Uh, see, but see, it's it gets not really an obs- weird. But it's not an obsession that where he turns violent or he turns like humorously co- uh, murderous and stuff like that. Exactly, it's an obsession. It's not like a shock weird. to the system. It's like an obsession kind of where it gets weird. The obsession isn't the funny part. But the obsession is not. There's he doesn't act on it. He just gets upset. I get that. I dis. I, I get that. I wholeheartedly disagree with calling. It's a dark comedy. I know. I, I don't, but I also don't I know call it a dramedy. That's I, the I'm thing. Say a, I, there's, it's, it's a drama, and it's a it's got it's a drama with comedic elements. Dark comedy. I hate is not that the, too. <laughs> dark comedy is not the genre that well, it, this right. is. And Danny, you giving excuses for it is ridiculous. It's not a I'm dark not, comedy. I'm just trying to figure it out, man. I'm just trying to I figure disagree. out what it you're is. Not, I'm, I, no, you're you're giving you're giving reasons why you think they put it as a dark comedy, and I'm telling right. you they're incorrect. <laughs> That this is a bad classification of the movie. It is sure. not a dark comedy. It's not like things to do in Denver when you're dead or uh, eight heads in a duffel bag or what's the friggin' one where they go to the bachelor party and they kill the, the kill the stripper with John Favreau. And one of them's like in a wheelchair at the end. What the oh, hell's the name of that stupid movie? Oh, uh, I don't remember. Yeah, that dumb movie. That's a dark comedy. This is none of this is nothing like that. I don't know, man. I don't know. But I do know that those don't do well. Those don't play well in theaters. And maybe this should have gotten a little bit more love when it released on VOD yeah. or on, on disc and stuff like it that. It should get a little love right now because we're telling you to watch this film. It's definitely something I think you should, although it does have these uncomfortable moments. <laughs> That's Butler's issue. It's, That's not my issue. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a good movie and it's it's unique. It's not formulaic. It's you are going to watch this movie and you will, you will see nothing else like it afterward. And you'll want to watch it again, even though Butler doesn't want to watch it. You won't want to watch it. Butler's <laughs> predilection to not liking uh, awkward moments in films are, are ruining this review for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that because I'm saying they should watch it even despite that. 
even despite my complete aversion to awkward moments in comedy or anything, it's still something that I'm glad I watched and Good. I would absolutely recommend to people. I'm, I'm glad that I was able to bring like this you to said, you. If somebody said, like you said, oh, I'm sick of form, I would also say watch, watch this, but I also think they wouldn't like it because the yeah. people that say that tend to be not as much, into, not as into film well, as they say. But they here's are. the other thing. I would get great joy if they didn't like it. Like, I, cause I, I'd be like, why? Why didn't you like it? And I'm like, cause we got together. I go, yeah, that's right. It's because of the sex stuff. That's right. You didn't like it because of that. Nice. So I, that that would bring me joy. I love the flash of them having sex when you just oh. see that little flashback. What is it? When is he saying that? When does so that like, come in the movie? I can't remember. Did you have a good time at? Oh, is like it? he just did? You have a good time in L.A. Right. And it just flashes and he comes back. <laughs> yeah. And it's just he's like. Just he's getting it from he's he's Dan's the take the the take like the catcher, uh, and he's just like he's not like in pain, but he's just in complete shock about what he's doing and the facial expression. Well, it's a different. It's a different. Yeah. it's a different experience it's for an him. Awesome yeah. face. Yeah. It's just like oh, it's and then not. It it's back. not like in Six Degrees of Separation with Will Smith when he has sex with the with the husband. Yeah, and he's telling her the story, and he's like, and it was wonderful, and she's like. Ah! um anyways uh i recommend this movie highly so uh if you can catch it we it's um you can rent it on prime you don't have to rent it it's free to stream it was rented i had to go rent it i didn't rent it but i had it was said that you had to rent it when i checked on roku free streaming all right well it's free streaming go on prime watch it uh what it's not it's ifc so they must have a deal with ifc because i'm wondering if you know i was thinking about universal now but yeah uh so if, hopefully uh, check it out it's really really good mike uh real quickly where can they find us you can find us at forgotten cinema podcast.com uh forgotten entertainment.com as we're part of the forgotten entertainment family or you can find us on the social medias at forgotten cinema pod or forgotten cinema depending on where you are we post every weekday fun little commercials every thursday uh, and you can also find us wherever you're listening to podcasts you're listening to us right now so why don't you leave a little uh, review ski a little uh, review little, uh, ski little uh, five star one star two star you know whatever you think of us uh the more reviews the better it doesn't matter uh i hope they're good reviews but you know whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Join us next week. We're going to be going to 1998 to watch a sequel that I did not like. Well, that's okay. Uh, we're going to see us marshals, <laughs> uh, the sequel to the fugitive, which took some of the people from the fugitive. And I guess they're solving another case. Some of the people took everybody, but Harrison Ford. This is true. That's why I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's next week. We're doing us marshals stuff. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. I'm Mike Phil. I'm Mike Butler. And this has been forgotten cinema. Come here. <laughs> Get over here. Come here. <laughs> yes. The kiss is intense. <laughs> <laughs>